Three, two, one. All right, we're rolling. Heck yeah. How you doing, Andrew? Good. How's it going? Pretty good. Good. Um, so you just got back from leave, right? I did. I went back to uh, Colorado for a couple weeks. Um, didn't do a whole lot the first, you know, week or so, but it was it was a good time. It's good to be back though. Yeah. Yeah, so what, you're in the Navy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And what do you do for the Navy? Uh, I'm a, essentially a mechanic on a submarine, so I take care of, like, the diesel engine, the trim system, you know, air systems, uh, plumbing, oxygen generating, stuff like that. So wow. everything that's pretty much, like, mechanical on a submarine is what I do. Wow. Yeah. So you cover everything? Pretty much, other than, like, nuclear stuff. I don't really work with that. Okay. But... Yeah, we, we own pretty much like 80% of the boat, like my division, so. Did you have to go through some pretty serious education? Uh, it wasn't too bad, so I started off my career with two months of boot camp, yeah. which is just pretty much they go over the basics of being in the military, you know, yeah. military bearing, you know, stuff like that. And then afterwards, I do like two months of um, basic submarine school, which entails of... Um, just the basics of submarining in general. Because, like, boot camp was a lot of, like, surface boat stuff. They didn't really have submarine guys. Mm-hmm. So, because the submarine force is kind of, like, a tight-knit, smaller, super small group of the Navy. Yeah. So, we go there to learn more about the submarine techniques and, you know, skills you need to have. And then, so that's, that was two months. And then the two months after that is my rate-specific school. So, my rate is my job. So we learn about, you know, the basics of being a mechanic. So how to, you know, um, make the boat come up to the surface, how to make a dive, you know, different stuff like that. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Was that, like, something you really wanted to do for a while? So I've always wanted to be in the military, like, as long as I can remember. But I never knew I was going to, like, be on subs. So the first time I, like, realized that I was even... Um, wanting to be on subs was when I went to the recruiter and I didn't even think about it beforehand I was like I want to be uh, you know on the surface but then they gave me extra money extra pay whatever and I ended up being on subs so I don't I never throughout my whole life I never thought I'd be on a submarine at six foot two and like you're right. <laughs> six foot two <laughs> yeah and does that like did that sketch you out at first the whole submarine thing going under the water no no Really? A lot of people it does. Like yeah. when they first get to the boat, they'll um, kind of be all sketched out and then they'll get like, um, like, they'll have to like get escorted off the boat because they're like scared about it. Really? But yeah. They've they got to get escorted off the boat? Well, depending on who it is, I guess. So we like, had one person in my division had to be escorted off because he just couldn't handle it. He was like, he had like a mental breakdown. Yeah, pretty like a much. Panic attack. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. So it's definitely not for everyone. Oh, everyone geez. gets like claustrophobic, and you don't want those type of people in there. No, I don't know if if the new like more modern submarines or anything like it, but I went to the Albacore one in Portsmouth. Oh yeah, it's like one that they found under under the ocean, uh, and they yeah. cleaned it up or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you can take tours of it, and it's super compact in there. Mm-hmm. Like, my body fits in like that. You're talking like the one right off base, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that sure. one was just like a training submarine. So they okay. put different, um, like, 
equipment and stuff in there to kind of test it out. So it mm-hmm. wasn't really a war boat. It was just to test out different uh, stuff that we use today on our modern submarines. Really? Yeah. Huh. So a lot of the stuff you do see in there is essentially the same stuff we have on now, just more advanced. Okay, so it's kind of like the roots technology for what you use now? Yeah. That's pretty cool. So it's way smaller too. So when you when you walk in there, I mean, some range oh, okay. are small in general, but yeah. that one is super small. Really, is that way more compact on the inside than? Yeah, okay. and well, I mean, their boat obviously had less people. I can't yep. remember what their crew amount was, but did they, you uh, have to learn about that submarine? About or? the Albacore itself? Yeah. No, not really. Oh, okay. we did learn about um, some of the World War Two submarines. That's a big like history lesson we do because it's like something that means a lot to our culture yeah or the subs have been lost and like the Medal of Honor recipients stuff like that so we learn about the different classes of submarines and um yeah how long they've been you know modernizing you know wow that's really cool yeah yeah um that I mean how long do you stay under for like, how long do people go out and stay underwater? So the normal, um, like deployment, I guess, is like yeah. six to nine months, but it can range anywhere from you know a few days to like a year, depending on what sub you're on or what your mission is. But the longest I've been under at once is six weeks. At one time, I've had like two months of sea experience so far. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's that's about the average is about six to nine months. And there, there's usually, like, port calls in between. So you'll go to, like, different countries or different ports and, like, port there for a few days and then go back under. Okay. So usually you're not under the whole time. Oh, you'll, right. you know, right. come up to the surface and, you know, do stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Um. Yeah, because I was wondering if, like, when you're under there, how long it takes before you feel like, okay, I need to come up. <laughs> I... Like... I haven't had that experience yet. I mean, some people, like, once you get about a month in, then it starts getting, like, different in a sense because everyone just, you know, starts acting different. Not in a bad way. Just you just don't see the sun for so long that it kind of doesn't mess you up. It just makes you feel and act different. So not always for the worst, but it just does that to your body, you know, naturally. Yeah, you'll be fine once you get back out. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Huh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of uh, something I've been super interested in lately and it just like sparked my memory of it? The, um, the Philadelphia experiment, you ever heard of that? Mm-mm. Really? Haven't, no. Huh. It's just like this... Um, the military was trying to make this cloaking device or uh, technology to make the ship disappear mm-hmm. in like um, and what, I think it was maybe I mean Nikola, Nikola Tesla was alive because he was helping with it a little okay. bit but during the experiment like a bunch of weird stuff happened stuff went wrong because they were screwing with like the electromagnetic field mm-hmm. and that kind of thing I've never heard about that really? No. Wow. We never learned about that or anything. I was just curious because, um, you know, it was like a Navy thing. Oh. There there, there was a certain division in the Navy working on it. Hmm. 
Yeah. It's really yeah, interesting. I've, I've never heard of it, but it's probably, you know, in our news articles somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. Yeah. I think it was pretty hush-hush, though, for a while, because it was so, like, That's like a lot up of things. some serious stuff. Yeah. Like, a lot of the things that go wrong, they don't want other people to know, oh, they screwed this up, you know? Yeah. Like, um... During I can't I can't explain it exactly how the people who were involved in it that I've listened to explain it, but there were there were times after doing the experiment where um, it just totally screwed up people's heads who who were on the ship that they were doing the experiment on, mm-hmm. and they would find things like uh, meshed into each other. Like, like for example, if you had if you had your weapon or whatever, mm-hmm. and they did this experiment, it would be in the wall, like, like in oh, the wall, okay. like it displaced the the Are wall. Are talking about like radiation stuff? Like, um, like I know they no, did one where they explain. you know had to stand on a ship and then they dropped one of the nuclear bombs and they had people like well on the land they had people run towards it to see what it would do to them. Really? And then yeah, so that was that was like way back when, not recent. Okay, but when they that were was when first coming out with you know nuclear weapons, they essentially bombed the desert and then had people run towards it to see what it actually did to the people. And we know what it does. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We found that out pretty quick. <laughs> really? Wow, they didn't think that maybe it would obliterate the people, like it was obliterating everything they had else no in its path, because they've never tested nuclear. Oh, really? Bomb. Yeah, that was the first time they ever tested. The nuclear bomb. They had people run towards it? Yeah. They had people come out of bunkers and run towards it. <laughs> after after it blew up. Wow. So <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. That's almost as ridiculous as the Indiana Jones scene with that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've yeah, seen that? I have Where he gets in the yet. fridge? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they're scrubbing them. Yeah, after. exactly. <laughs> yeah, but they're obviously, like, you know, way bigger than they used to be because, like, they would, you know, blow up a certain amount, and then nowadays they were like, hundred times more than they used to. Really? Obviously, just more technology. I don't know exactly what um, the biggest one, like the what the radius of it blowing up is, but yeah. But I heard that's probably a, around the same lines of what you were talking about. Yeah, I would guess. Yeah, maybe I think it might be a little bit different, but because that that has something to do with another project too called the Montauk Project. That actually the movie Stranger Things was based off of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Very interesting. I need to get more into Stranger Things. Really? You I've haven't seen wa- it? I've only watched like six episodes or so. Really? Uh, but I did start with the f- season four, the first three episodes, just because one of my friends had <sighs> seen all the Stranger Things and then was like, hey, you should come over and watch this. And then we started from season four. Oh, no, no. So no. I had no idea what was You got to watch the yeah, first exactly. season the, all the way through. Yeah, it's so, and the first season is such a classic because it's so fresh mm-hmm. and ominous, and they lead you on the whole time, not understanding what's happening. Mm-hmm. Whereas like season like three and four are a lot more direct, mm-hmm. like they're like in your face, like this is exactly what's happening. You yeah. know, this is how everything's working, and in season in season one, you just you're. Your brain's trying to wrap its head around um, the concept, mm-hmm. and th- this just doesn't have that freshness in the later ones. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I need to watch but the whole rest of the season. I might do that when I get home. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's it's something else. I remember when that came out, I was like 16 years old, I think. And it's it's that old. It's that old. Dude. I did not realize that. Yeah, it came out when I was working at um, Grandview Campground in Rochester. Yeah, I remember going home and and that's and I would watch it getting home. Did it just now become like big popular thing? Or was it popular back no, then? It was kind of popular back was then. Was it? Oh. Yeah, but I think it's blown up more over the years. Okay. Like um, when second when the second one came out. I okay. think when the second season came out, I think it really started to get hold. Okay. Because uh, they added some new characters and everything that are pretty iconic. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, back to the whole uh, nuke thing. Yeah, that. I heard that we, um, I heard that we had, like, enough to blow the world up, like, a couple times over or something like that, right? Uh, well... The whole, obviously, we could probably make the whole world just, like, dust, essentially, in, like, a few minutes. Really? With the amount of nukes we have? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we we could destroy probably the whole con invasion in a few seconds just That's by shooting so many, you know, missiles, nukes. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, just different weapons at them. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. That is so scary. Will it happen? Probably not. Hope not. But good. <laughs> well, if it does, what's the point of it happening? You know. Well, if, if it mean, does happen, then I mean, how much? How much? Um, how much does that help the person who just bombed that entire nation? None, really. Yeah, because it, it all just depends. It could be about money. It could be about just. I know, but. Then if they, if they Oil. bomb China, then we don't have any more toys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we get so much stuff from China. It's like, why would they ever bomb China? Yeah. Or why would they ever bomb Russia? We get so much stuff from Russia. Mm-hmm. Even though we stopped getting a lot of stuff from Russia. Mm-hmm. But whatever. I still think we get stuff from Russia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The amount of that that's fabricated, I think, is so crazy. Oh, I know. Have you been following that at all? I have, yeah. I have several apps that, like, give me updates. I don't like watching it a whole lot. Yeah. Just because, you know, I'll be in a happy mood, and then, you know, I'll look at it and be like, damn, that actually fucking happened? I haven't really been following it that much. Gotcha. How have, um, what's, like, the most recent things that have been going on that you've seen? Um, well, I did just see today that... Syria is demanding all U.S. troops leave the country from after the um, terrorist attack that happened there. So I don't know what exactly is going on with that, but... Why do you think... They they just, I mean, don't like us in general. Okay. So us being there just doesn't make them happy. So... Okay, you know, do they... Do they, um... Do they think that we're responsible for the terrorist attack? Oh, or we, we were. could be? Oh, we were. We were. Okay. So, what? yeah. Obviously. I mean, so, we... We we attacked them? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, we attacked so. them, and then they tell mm-hmm. us to leave, and we leave? I don't know if we are or not yet. Oh, yeah. okay. So, that might be the, a problem. The leader just was like, hey, all U.S. troops must leave Syria. But really? Whether we do or not, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. That sounds serious. Yeah. 
So that that's probably the biggest thing that I've seen recently, with the exception of, you know, Russia and Ukraine. Everyone yeah, does that have that. anything to do with it? No. No? Not really. Oh, okay. So. What's going on with Russia and Ukraine? I haven't really followed that. Uh, well, I mean, Putin just likes, uh, you know, having power over other people, and he's wanted to take over Ukraine for a long time. Oh, really? Yeah. So huh. he finally, you know, he's a like a whack job. But really? he, yeah, he kind of just, you know, snapped and was like, all right, we're um, going to attack Ukraine. But hmm. the way he did it was he essentially told everyone that they were going out to do a training exercise. And then in the middle of their quote unquote training exercise, he's like, all right, we're invading Ukraine. So the, U- hmm. the Russian troops actually thought that um, they were going to do just training exercises, and they were fine with that. And they don't even want to be there. The U- Russian troops don't even want to be there huh. just as much as, you know, the Ukrainians, Ukrainians don't want to fight them. But right, he's pretty yeah. much the one that's... Well, does anyone really want to fight in war? You know? <laughs> I mean, not many people. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah they, they don't want to even be there for what they're fighting for most of them anyway wasn't the um wasn't the original didn't russia make a treaty with nato though in in like the 80s um that they wouldn't um that they wouldn't surround russia i believe so doesn't doesn't nato and and uh uh ukraine want to become doesn't doesn't ukraine want to become a part of nato yes so wouldn't that be defying their? You say when would it? Wouldn't wouldn't that be kind of defying their treaty or their agreement, whatever it was? Oh, I don't I don't exactly know what happened in the eighties, whatever that is. But yeah, because I think the original because Russia really wanted no part of NATO. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And now and now that Ukraine wants to be a part of NATO or is taking action to be part of NATO, mm-hmm. I think Russia was like, uh-uh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nope, not for me. Yeah, I think I think what he wanted, because... Wait, was it Russia? I think... Does Russia have no central bank? That have a what? A central bank. Uh, pfft, I don't know. Cause, I can um, tell you. They probably do. Yeah, I there's a it. few countries in the world still that don't have a central bank. Aren't part of the world banking system. Oh, and I think that maybe Russia. I don't know. Might be. I can't remember. But Russia wanted no part of NATO because he, because he, he, um, he knew NATO was bad news, and didn't, uh, and and basically made an agreement with NATO that he that they wouldn't become a part of the surrounding countries of Russia. Mm-hmm. And which they started to do. Yeah. I think that's his problem, mostly. Yeah, that's probably a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because now, now that's threatening Russia, really. Because mm-hmm. if one of those countries, or if any country really that's a part of NATO, it doesn't matter if it's surrounding it. Those, all those surrounding countries attack Russia. Yeah. And they have, like, direct access. Exactly. <laughs> like, they just cross the river. Yeah. You know? It's, it's all, like, a sketchy deal. Yeah, but it's kind of just go with the flow, I guess. Yeah, see what happens next. Yeah. Kind of what you have to wait on to just see what keeps happening, keeps happening. Yeah, and then I feel I personally feel like it's eventually gonna snap. Snap eventually. Like, how? like 
you know, the whole world's going to be at war again eventually. Really? Yeah. Because they, you know, get on get on the edge, get on the edge, and then it kind of goes down a little bit, and then it gets mm. on the edge. And then it gets further and, and further towards the edge. Exactly, then, yeah. yeah. Kind of yep. swing. Keep kind of two steps forward, one step back type of deal. Uh, yeah. So. I feel like that's what everyone was afraid about when they first um, invaded Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Everyone was, like, freaking out, like, oh, we're going to get drafted, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean they're sending they're sending volunteers over there. <coughs> there, Ukraine pretty much said, if you want to volunteer to fight, we'll give you guns and ammo if you come over. <laughs> pretty much, so you can actually, as a American, whether military or not, you can go over there and volunteer to fight their war. <laughs> that's that's another thing that kind of weirded me out. You know, all the like, um, uh, save Ukraine type movement mm-hmm. type thing Just why, don't, why don't we do that for all the other countries that have problems you know I would tell you if I knew like, I've seen so many houses with like <laughs> Ukraine flags and not American yeah. flags and not what and not American flags yeah it's crazy yeah it's me. weird it's like even around here yeah it's like a it's like a virtue signaling thing like kind of like Something. the whole mask thing was yeah isn't that weird yeah like uh right now Chinese are committing genocide on their own people. You know I did that? not hear about that. No. Yeah, um, there's a certain religion or um, denomination of people over there mm-hmm. that they're just taking out of their house, and putting them in camps. Yeah, I never heard about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. There's like so many people that haven't heard about it, yeah. and it's like happening right now, and yeah. no one cares. And everyone, everyone's like all focused on Ukraine. And yeah, it's really weird. That's one of the other things. Though, mm-hmm. is like people, or I guess not people, countries will do that. They'll do something like, quote unquote, big event somewhere else to get people's eyes off yeah. of something else that they're gonna yeah. do. Which I don't know if this is one of those things, but it very well possibly could be. Yeah, it. Well, it's obviously pretty serious. They definitely think there's some really misleading facts out there about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and then not only uh, China are things like that going on, but it's like never stopped in Africa. Africa is a constant war zone. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And no one cares about that. Mm-hmm. Are the African people less um, valuable than the Ukrainian people? No. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, it's it, really weird. Yeah, I feel like people kind of just unfortunately look at something like on the news or Facebook or something, and they'll be hooked on that. But yeah. they never, you know, they don't usually care about what was happening in other countries or whatever. Yeah, but right. Yeah, so it's like it's all the news fabricating everyone's ideas. Yeah, because the the stuff that's going on in Africa isn't really even on the news much. But the stuff in Ukraine is. <laughs> right. So, yeah, why that is, I'm not sure. But, yeah, that's the question is why. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> it beats me. Yeah. I just really don't know. But, I mean, I mean, it probably was, you know, a while ago, but it hasn't, you know, been consistent like the Ukraine war has. Just updates on that. What do you mean? Like Africa stuff. Oh yeah, There's stuff going on in Africa. Yeah, the you know what's happening in the Ukraine. It's just consistent on 
they have updates on what's happening there. But no one fucking knows about Africa, what's going on over there. Yeah, I just find it odd how we focus on that and uh, nothing, none of the other um, uh, violent things going on in the world. Especially yeah. a country committing genocide against some people, that's not good. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's physically war 100% of the time somewhere. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. That no one knows about. Yeah. And uh, I wonder if I wonder if the Ukraine um, maybe is tied to our government a little bit, like buddies. Yeah, maybe? yeah, yeah. I've heard I've heard a few things about that. Mm-hmm. Like maybe um, Biden. Yeah, I've heard he owns a lot of land over there. I'm not sure. Really. I don't know if he does or not. Yeah, I've heard he owns some land over there and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess there's some labs over there where they've made some sketchy stuff. Some really weird stuff going on. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Maybe. And um, I think uh, I think that was also part of Putin's thing. Um, and since and since he's uh, since he's attacking the Ukraine. The um, the American government has worked hard to make it uh, harder for them, so mm-hmm. they've publicized it big time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And uh, I mean that's that's a very naive theory of mine. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, just because that's that's the only really explanation I can think of the reason that they would publicize it so much in America. Yeah. You know, and, like, twist everyone's minds to, like, um, uh, what's the saying? What is the saying? Isn't there a saying? There's, like, peace for Ukraine or something like that. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Is that the one you're thinking about? Maybe. I don't know. I think it's I have seen that all, like, pretty much all over the place. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's the only reason I can think of. Because it's no different than the rest of the war going on in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's always, it's always for something. Like I said, like money, oil. Right. And, uh, and, um, the, uh, the news networks, like every single news network that is, um, mainstream is all owned by the same two companies. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. It's really weird. Really? Yeah. yeah I know, I've never heard um, of that. Um, BlackRock. Investments might be one of them, I believe, is what what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one, which also owns Pfizer. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, okay. But, yeah, it's really sketchy. And which uh, uh, a lot of our public officials um, have money in. Hmm. And, yeah, it's really all intertwined. Yeah, I've heard that. Before. Yeah, it's crazy. That's sketchy. <laughs> yeah, it's wicked sketchy. The Pfizer thing blows me away. Oh yeah, because the, there's so many commercials where it's like, oh, sponsored by Pfizer, right? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, really? Yeah, I've I've heard, <laughs> I've heard that before. Like, I'll be watching TV, but I won't yeah. even pay attention to what the, you know, commercial is because I really don't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let me. I need to figure out if that if that is what it, 
if that is the company. Um, I think it's BlackRock Investments. Hmm. They own a ton of stuff. It's like eerie the amount of stuff they own. But they literally own, they own CNN, NBC, Fox News, everything. So the same company that owns Fox News owns CNN, <laughs> and they're like enemies, right? Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Essentially, yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. What the heck? It it feels like they're just playing with people at that point. Mm-hmm. Like they're getting one one part of the population to watch Fox News, the other to watch CNN. Exactly. And those people don't talk to each other. Yeah. Because they, they hate come each with their other. own shit. You know? Yeah. Uh, I think black. Rock. You would think that, you know, having something um, owned by the same company, they would say the same stuff, but they don't. Yeah. Like, one topic... They say, like, opposite stuff. Almost, yeah. And they bash each other. Exactly. Like, yeah. one of them probably right. One of them was probably right, but they have to, you know, bash them, so they're going to, you know, maybe purposely be wrong just to bash Right, them. yeah. But it's always hard telling. Let's see. It's two companies. Um, yeah, BlackRock owns CNN. Um, BlackRock Investment Group is what it's called. There's a bunch of CNN, Fox News, ABC. I have BAP, AMN, American Military News. That's pretty much all I look at. American Military News? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just have the app and it just updates me on... Really? Different stuff going on, yeah. Is that like an exclusive thing? Uh, I mean, you can just download it on your phone and you get everything that everyone else gets. It's just free and you kind of just, you know, don't have to log into it or anything. Yeah, um, BlackRock and Vanguard are two different company are two basically of the same company. And they both own um, Fox News and CNN. CBS, MSNBC. What the? Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, they definitely own Pfizer. I don't know if they own Moderna or not. That would be pretty sketchy as well. Yeah, that would. Be, I wouldn't doubt not. it. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Yep. BlackRock owns Moderna. No way. <laughs> Isn't that really weird? What? Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? That is. It's like all the big money grab at that point. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's probably all it is. Yeah. It's wicked sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you said they they own both of them? Mm-hmm. Dang. I mean, I don't know for sure, but at that rate, I would suggest that yeah, they right. own Johnson & Johnson. On Google, everything like, on Google is true. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Everything on Google is true. Yeah. Everything on Snopes is true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know whether something's true or false, go to Snopes. Yep. Fact check. Yep. <laughs> I use that a lot. Do you actually? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> so, I like, don't use Snopes, nah, dude. dude. Snopes is like the most... If there's ever a rumor out there that's true, that they don't want you to know is true, Snopes is the first thing that comes up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. I I remember learning about that in like high school. Learning about what? Snopes. That was around high school. Yeah. When I was in high school, when you and I were in high school. Yeah. Wait, how old are you? Twenty-one. Okay. 21. You're twenty-one, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 We. It was. It probably like 
I found out about it like senior year probably. But anyway. Yeah, you know the thing about spark notes? I used to use that a lot. I use that on every one of my tests. (laughs) Every single one. (laughs) Yeah. Most times I would just like the class beforehand just go through spark notes and look at, you know, some of the answers or whatever. And then take the test the next time and get like a 90 on it. Sometimes. Sometimes I got lucky. Sometimes I didn't get so lucky. Yeah. I would I would always, like with my book reports, just wait till the last minute. <laughs> and then I was like, crap. So I'd spark note it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and they had every like important point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was perfect. I, I read probably a total of one full book. Really? Throughout high school, yeah. Throughout high school. Throughout high school. Does that we, mean we you had to read like you know, ten or so, like all throughout probably. But yeah, other than that, I just used Spark Notes and stuff. Have you read anything outside of high school? Uh, like nonfiction stuff. I don't like reading fiction stuff. That's why we didn't. Oh, I really? Didn't do that in high school because I hated it a lot. Wow, that's unique. You yeah. like nonfiction stuff? Yeah. So I'll read like documentaries. Um, like, I'm reading one right now. It's called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Oh, yeah. David Goggins? Yeah. Yeah, David Goggins is cool. the most badass motherfucker. <laughs> and, yeah, he that book is awesome. I don't usually like reading, but when I actually get something from it, like learn something, yeah. not, you know, learning about fiction stuff, what? I actually, you know, enjoy. What's what's this David Goggins book about? It's about his life? So, pretty much. So, the beginning of the book just kind of talks about his how he grew up and what it was like being, you know, a black man okay, or black boy or whatever and talks about his dad being kind of an asshole. And where did he grow up? Oh, where was it? I can't remember. I can't remember what the town's called. Okay. But anyway, it was kind of like... Uh, was it in America? He yeah, in America? He, he grew up in America. Okay. But yeah, it essentially just talks about him growing up in kind of a shitty family situation. Okay. And then um, he kind of goes through life getting abused and, you know, mentally and physically. Yep. And then eventually, you know, he, I mean, he gets a job as a, um, actually like sprays for roaches, like kills roaches in houses or whatever. And uh, he then, it's like one day he was at work and he was spraying for roaches. He's like, no, this isn't for me, whatever. Because he was watching uh, like a documentary on Navy SEALs, and he's like, I want to be like one of those guys. So then he like completely changed his mentality and stuff like that, and he's known to be like the toughest man on the planet. Really? Not the strongest man, but the toughest Yeah, the man. toughest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was putting wow. like magazine as that, toughest man on the planet. That's super cool. But yeah, so he is like my probably one of my biggest role models. Really? Yeah. So are you kind of, is where he is at kind of one of your goals? Pretty much, To be yeah. somewhat close to where he is? Yeah, I mean, there's like no one that's even, I don't feel like it's close to him, but yeah, that's a good goal to have is to just go 100% all the time with yeah. everything. Hmm. Wow. So. That sounds like a sick book. Yeah. I mean, he got, so recently he got um, leg surgery. I want to say he was like leg, knee, something like that. And he was supposed to be in rehab for like six months or something like that. But he was in rehab for two months and then rode a 
bicycle marathon or rode his bicycle 444 miles in this race after only being re- in rehab for two miles or two miles two uh two months, months. yeah wow that's yeah. crazy so he yeah he's crazy but i'm almost done with it but i haven't finished it yet what's the book called again uh can't hurt me can't hurt me yeah okay. by david by david goggins yeah it's okay. a Autobiography. Autobiography. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I think I read a little bit of that type of stuff when I was younger. I liked like Davy Crockett type thing. Okay. You know, when yeah, I was yeah. in school. I was that kind of guy. Nice. <laughs> and, yeah. Um Yeah, that was always the section of the library where where no one was. I actually went to the place where he was born. Davy Crockett? Yeah. Where is that? It's in Tennessee. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went there like, what was it, last year? year and a half ago, maybe? Wow. Yeah, probably a year and a half ago. You've been all over the place, huh? Uh, kind of. I mean, I've been to, I went through a bunch of states. Okay. I haven't really, like, stopped in, like, a whole lot of them, I guess. All right, yeah. But the places I've been, I mean, stationed so far since I've been in is in Pearl Harbor, Maine. Pearl Harbor? Groton. Connecticut, yeah. That was my first duty station was Pearl Harbor after after all my schooling. That sounds sick. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But, I mean, the only, not the only, but the shitty part about it was it was during COVID times or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. So they wouldn't, even the people who were stationed on Pearl Harbor, they wouldn't, like, go see the memorials on Pearl Harbor. Ugh, man, that So stinks. that makes zero sense. But, yeah. like, the Arizona that sunk in World War Two. There's a memorial for it that goes, like, right over it. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even let us go on that. Wow. Yeah. But I was able to, like, um, go skydiving for the first time there. Swim with sharks. Wow. Stuff like that. That's so So cool. we did get to go out and do, like, hikes and a bunch of cool stuff. But a lot of it was just shut down. That's such a shame. Yeah. But that is great that you were able to get out and do that kind of stuff. Exactly, yeah. Man. And that's one of their... Um, after we leave here in uh, Kittery, Maine. Um, they're wanting to send us back maybe to Pearl Harbor or maybe to San Diego. It's kind of like a 50-50 right now. Yep. So whether, wherever they go, I'm pretty much okay with either, but I would like to go back to Pearl Harbor. Yeah, that sounds sick. I really want to go to Hawaii. Yeah. That sounds so cool. Yeah. Just the... Actually, I've watched my, uh, my buddy's Instagram. Um... I had a friend I worked at Grandview with, the campground in Rochester. Mm-hmm. He got fired for some reason. I can't remember why. Um, but he saved up. He saved up a thousand dollars delivering pizza for a plane ticket to Hawaii, one-way plane ticket to Hawaii, <laughs> and uh, and he stayed there for a little while. And I watched his like adventures and everything on Instagram. And he would do hiking and like surfing. Dang. Yeah, and and he just kind of got through not having any money, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, it is super expensive to live over there. I heard it's expensive, yeah. Yeah, which that's also a shitty part. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. But because getting, you can't really, I mean, if you're like lower in the ranks and, you know, making money, Yeah. you can't really find a house that you can have alone 
yeah, kind of have can. to have people like at least probably two or three, maybe four roommates, just to you know own a house. But yeah, That's depending crazy. on how much money you make. <laughs> but That's yeah, rent over there is crazy. Yeah. So the landscape, though, from looking at his pictures and everything, looks sick. Yeah. Yeah. And he actually, I think he's snowboarding right now. Maybe in Colorado, actually. Really? Yeah. Damn. And, uh, or, I don't know. Is there snowboard in Colorado right now? Is it all year it's long? all year round. All year yeah. round? Okay. Mm-hmm. Just making sure. Because I'm pretty sure I've seen pictures of him snowboarding and hiking and everything in Colorado. Yeah. But, um, he actually took a, f- I don't know if it was a fishing boat, but it was a small boat from Hawaii to Alaska. Like, he, um, he like, he, he hitchhiked, basically. Onto a boat with these guys and went to Alaska. What? Yeah. Right from Hawaii. Right from Hawaii. Yo. That's such a far trip. Yeah. Dude. On a fishing boat? Yeah, or what whatever. It's, it was a little boat and he just kind of just did it. Wow. Yeah. How long did it take him? I have no idea. That's, I actually, I, I didn't see it on like the internet or anything. I heard it from a friend that that's what he did. Took a boat from Hawaii to Alaska and then made his way to, like, I don't know where he went from there, but I know now he's somewhere out west. Dang. Midwest. Yeah. Which that is beautiful. I love out west. Yeah. Out west is amazing. Mm-hmm. You come from Colorado, right? Yeah. You just came from Colorado, too. Mm-hmm. Like last week. Right? Friday. Friday? Thursday. Last Thursday. Do you hike or anything out there? Yeah. Uh... No, well, we did because we went on a camping trip into the mountains. Okay. But where I live in Colorado is like northeast corner, so it's still like you know two and a half or three hours from the mountains. Oh, okay. So there's not a lot of hiking where I actually live. It's oh. pretty much just you know farmland, like flat, the plains. Yeah. That stinks. Yeah, it's like thirty minutes from Nebraska, so. Oh, okay. It tells you that much. Yeah, when I was driving to Yellowstone. Have you been to Yellowstone? I have. One time. It's pretty it's sweet. It's so yeah. cool. Dude. I love it. It's got to be one of my favorite places. Oh, yeah. And um, anyway, when I was driving through Wyoming to get to Yellowstone, I actually didn't drive through Wyoming because the GPS took me up into, I believe it was Colorado. Mm. Is Colorado State above it? Above. Wyoming? It, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it took me up into Colorado. And it took me on the highway just above Wyoming. Where there's a road that actually goes straight through Wyoming to Yellowstone, but it didn't take me through that because that would have taken me longer. So I had to go around Wyoming and then uh, go down. Okay. It Bozeman. is weird how that works. But Isn't that, that weird? Yeah. It's just there's nothing in Wyoming. Yeah. So it was like just this desolate road with nothing on it. Yeah, I have like three people that I know going to college in Wyoming and they said there's jack shit to do there exactly like I mean what towns are there? there's Jackson Hole there's um Torrington I know Cody of. Cody yeah Cody Cody Wyoming yeah I've never heard of it <laughs> uh I think it's Cody yeah um my girlfriend worked at Yellowstone oh, okay in, in the Yellowstone Inn the Yellowstone Inn. Oh, not the Yellowstone Inn. The Old Faithful Inn, which is oh, okay. one of the oldest um, log cabin and biggest log cabin structures in the world, I guess. Mm. It's pretty cool. Okay. Right. I don't think I ever... I might have, like, saw it, but didn't, like, realize it was 
yeah. that, I guess. Because I didn't stay in Yellowstone. It was kind of like we stayed outside in a hotel or whatever. It's massive. Yeah. Old Faithful, though, is cool. Old Faithful is pretty sweet. And it's crazy yeah. that they can, like, calculate when it's going to go off. Yeah. That is the wild part to me. Yeah. Like, that just makes zero Well, sense. it just goes off, like, relatively the same distance apart. Yeah. Like, every couple... Like, I can't remember what... It's like every 45 minutes or something like that, maybe, was it? Was it that frequent? I thought it was, like, every 20-something. Really? I thought so. Maybe I feel not. like it was going off all the time when I was there. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That might be something I might have to <clears throat> look at. Yellowstone is probably one of the eeriest places I've ever been, though. Like, I spent, like... A week and a half, two weeks there, almost. And uh, it was just like, there was, there's this legend of a ghost in Yellowstone Inn. Mm-hmm. And it's this lady that you can see walking up on the balcony on the inside. No one's allowed on the balcony or anything. It's closed off. It's really ridiculously old. And it's not used anymore. Except by that lady. Except by that lady. <laughs> and a ton of visitors and people who work there are like, yeah, it's definitely real. And people who've worked there have heard screams and go in a check and see if anyone's there. No one's there. People hear footsteps and go up there to tell them to get down. They're not allowed to be up there. And there's no one there. Dang. Yeah. That's it's wild. really creepy. And, uh, yeah, you can read about it. It's pretty um, well known. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was actually a lady, and I I think that she decapitated her husband, is what it is, <laughs> and then killed herself, and then killed herself, and then killed herself, I believe. Wow. Um, I could I could be getting the story completely wrong or backwards, but something along those lines. And they found the head in like the cupola area. I don't I can't remember what it's called. Cupola, I think it is of the Yellowstone Inn. Okay. Or Old Faithful Inn. They found his head up there. This is a real thing. The um, it's like a actually documented story that actually did happen there. Wow. Yeah, and uh, and people really, I guess, so many, so many accounts of seeing this lady or hearing this lady walking on the balcony. I that's the kind of stuff I'm interested in. Like, I really? want to go out and see that. Yeah, shit. same. Dude. Like a lot of people don't even want to do that. No. Yeah. Like I want to go to Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, dude! I just, dude! I just watched part of that documentary the other day. Actually, I was going what through Netflix. This sky, the Skinwalker Ranch. There's a Skinwalker There's a Ranch documentary, documentary on it on Netflix. Yes. What's it you called? You have to, the Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, really? Yeah. They talk about. Uh, they have like, um, uh, what is it called? Like, investigators or something go over there that's and they kind of like scout out the land or whatever, and they come up with different Did something stuff happen? that's happened there. Dude, watch While it. he was there? Yeah. Well, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, so you, you, you got it. Okay, I'll have to watch yeah. it. I don't want to spoil it. Okay, I haven't even watched all of it, though. But you didn't? No, not yet. How long but is it? it uh, is it like a series? No, it's just one thing. One long documentary? Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll have to watch it. Dude, that. yeah. That sounds sick. But wh- while you're at Yellowstone, if you're left alone at any time... Like in the woods or anything, you'd like just feel like okay, this is weird. Sometimes, <laughs> it's just a weird place. Like it's different than any other place. Interesting. Um, there was this one time at night, 
where I was about to go walking with the girls. Uh, There's another guy there too. It was just um, uh, we're going out for like a nighttime hike to a place called Thumper uh, Geyser. The Thumper uh, the Geyser is inactive. It's underground, mm-hmm. and it. Um, but the reason reason we call it Thumper Geyser is because you can lay on the ground next to it, and when it erupts, um, it feels like like a heartbeat on the ground. It's like boom, 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 boom. Feels like a dinosaur is running towards you. Like the ground shakes and everything. Dang. It's super that's, cool. That's in Yellowstone? Yeah, that's in Yellowstone. It's not far from Old Faithful. Actually, it's right down the road. Not hmm. Mostly locals know about it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only reason I knew about it is because they worked there for mm. months. You know, so. Yeah. Um, But we were about to go to that one night. And we didn't have bear spray or anything, so that might have been part of it. But we were about to go hiking, and I had my flashlight out, and it was pitch dark, which is not out of the normal nighttime. <laughs> um, but there was not a sound. Like, not a... Wind, leaves. No. No crickets. Nothing. And the girls were like, I don't know if I want to go. You know, this is this is really creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like... When they said that, I kind of like felt like, oh yeah, this is really weird. There's no noise at all. Normally, there's a noise somewhere nearby, like a critter or crickets, yeah, or something. And then since then, um, my mom's like really into Bigfoot and all that, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I am too. But she's nuts. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I've been watching this uh, these like interviews and stuff with park rangers and all that mm-hmm. about seeing stuff like that around Yellowstone and weird disappearances people that have never been found again or people that have been found but found like really disorientated um, don't know where they came from or people who have seen stuff like a Bigfoot or like a Dogman or something like that in Yellowstone and actually heard stories from like park rangers and stuff about the military having to come in and take care of those types of stuff. Interesting. Yeah. It's really interesting. And it seems like this happens a lot in national parks in particular. That, yeah, I have heard that. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, even like Rocky Mountain National Park, Yellowstone National Park, um, the one here, I forget what it's called. Not like in Rochester, but like, uh, the one in New Hampshire? Yeah. Is there... I don't think there's a national park in New Hampshire. It's around, it may be a state on, park you're talking about. Oh, my... Okay, yeah. It may have been a state park. Where is it? Do you know? I might be able to tell you what it is. I haven't been to it. Oh, yeah. But I just, I just heard there was like a... There's been like three like murders there or something. And they're suspecting there's like a serial killer on the East oh. Coast or whatever. Like a known serial killer. <sighs> Crap, what? Something like that. Like, I don't think it's the Franconia Notch State Park. That doesn't sound familiar. I don't think it's that one. But Kangamangas Highway. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that one. Kangamangas. Yeah, but Kangamangas is a long highway that's actually a state park. Really? Yeah. Because they were on an actual like hike, and okay. apparently one of the killings was on the hike. It's like two sh- shot two. Like elderly people, and then like within you know. A yeah, and this months. guy hasn't been found, right? No, I think I've heard a little bit about this. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I was just whether it's the weekend. same guy, same instance, whatever. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like Yellowstone's a big one. I've heard a lot of like people going missing in Wyoming yeah. in general. And then there's the missing four one one show. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-mm. Uh, this guy does a show about all the a bunch of people who have gone missing. Uh, sto- I think there's stories of people who've gone missing, never been found, and stories of people who have have been found, and what happened to them, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weird. Uh, there's a ton of weird places in our country. <laughs> like, um, there's, I mean, there's Skinwalker Ranch, where obviously it's famous for all that kind of kind of stuff. There's the Grand Canyon, where like. Um, in the early 1900s, I think it might have been 1902 or something like that, uh, a guy, his name was Kincaid, found a cave with a bunch of foreign artifacts in it, like Buddhist, Egyptian, that type of thing. And uh, this was actually in the newspapers, documented. Mm. There's a lot of skeptics about it, obviously. Yeah. There will be. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also one of the big things, and we find these all across America, so it's not hard to, uh, it's not hard for me to believe it because we found thousands and thousands of them throughout history uh, in America, but they were giant skeletons, like human skeletons. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you heard, heard about this? I, yeah, I didn't know where that was at, but I've I definitely heard of them. Oh, yeah, it's all across America. And dude. they are actually... Giants. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Like some of the descriptions of these skulls are skulls that you can fit over a human head. Yeah. It was, yeah. And a really common trait too was two rows of teeth, like front and back, um, and six fingers. Hmm. Isn't that weird? That is super weird. Yeah. And they're massive too. Some of them are over like 12 feet tall. Yeah. Which is twice the, which is over twice the average human height. Yeah. that That's the part that's just wild is mm-hmm. where, like, how that even, I don't know. If I saw a 12 foot person walking towards me, I'd probably shit myself. Exactly. Yeah. And um, there's, there's actually a lot of Native American stories of the Native Americans killing these giants because they were eating them. And actually, I talked about this, um, I think, with Chris Tower, actually. Really? On, a, on, on another podcast. Um, uh, how the reason they used to hold their hand up and, and be like, how? Um, is because they were showing that they have five fingers to other Native Americans. Okay. To signify that they're not a part of that race. Yeah. Or whatever. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Yeah. And Abraham Lincoln actually talked about them too. He's hmm. He was basically like, yeah, we find these giant skeletons all across America. Dang. And actually all over the world really we find I don't, them. I feel like, I don't know what I would do if I were to be one of the people that would find one of those skeletons. Dude. Like I just look at it and be really like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I want to I want to go looking for stuff like this so bad. Like yeah. th- this has actually like been like a passionate thing lately. Oh yeah. For like forever. I might have been twelve years old when I first heard about all this stuff. Wow. And I was like, I want to learn and know about this stuff so bad. Yeah. It's just so fascinating. Yeah. It's insane. 
Yeah, the yeah, there's definitely a lot of weird places, like you said. And like the the another one of the haunted ones that I was gonna bring up was have you heard of um, uh, the Stanley Hotel in Colorado? Stanley Hotel. The Stanley Hotel. No. It's like one of the most haunted hotels across the nation. In hmm. Hotel Park. California. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, my my aunt and my cousin actually went and go went to stay there, and they there's like this most haunted room. It's like room. Uh, like four or something, maybe two something. Anyway, uh, they stayed in that room, and it costs like you know four hundred, five hundred bucks. Could this be like a tourist attraction too? Yeah, type thing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they they stayed there, and it, I mean it's booked like constantly because people are constantly wanting to go there and see you know the ghost tours and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that shit's actually real. Like they yeah. had they had pictures. I might be able to have them send them to me sometime, but. They were, like, in there in the daytime, and they were taking pictures of, like, the dining area and the lobby and upstairs, downstairs, stuff like that. And then it was nighttime, and it was, like, completely dark in the lobby. Yeah. Like, they were doing whatever, and they took the same pictures that they did in the daytime at night inside, and there's a vase with flowers in the vase. Like an apparition? It's just like like a like a big vase, like with flowers in it or whatever that they took a picture of okay. at nighttime. But they compared the two, and that vase wasn't there during the daytime from the nighttime. Oh. And then one of the other ones was they had a picture of it was in the kitchen, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And um, they were, like, looking all over. They couldn't see anything. But once they took a picture and looked at it, there were, like, these two like ghostly figures one like by the oven and one by the kitchen or one by the sink huh like it was weird like that yeah it was like real stuff that's crazy yeah so i really want to go what there. i was super jealous again? the stanley hotel stanley hotel in yeah. colorado yeah jeez yeah but that's one of the things that's definitely on my bucket list is to go there yeah i want to go there too but yeah, after I go to Skinwalker Ranch. After yeah, after I go camp out. Skin yeah, Walker right, Ranch. dude. Yeah, for like a would week. you go camp in there for like a week? Dude, I want to. Some people would probably kill me. Yeah, right. <laughs> like um, my mom would be like, "Don't go to Skinwalker Ranch." <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend would be like, "What are you doing? That's so sketchy. Don't I don't believe in this, but that's so sketchy, huh? You don't think she would go with you? Oh, probably not. Really? No, she would be so scared. Hmm. <laughs> and she would uh I don't know if she would want to stay that long and like like camping. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe she's she's an outdoorsy kind of person, so maybe she Especially would Especially there. But there not, yeah, not I'm not sure that she would want to go there. Yeah. Not your regular old campground. No. <laughs> no. That's um yeah. And isn't it kind of protected now by the military? Pretty sure the military owns it now. Uh not sure about that. Yeah, the military owns it. Really? Pretty positive. Yeah, because um, the original owners sold it to a guy, um, a UFO enthusiast, actually, named Robert Bigelow. He's a mm. businessman as well. Mm. Like, really wealthy businessman. They sold it to him. He's really into UFOs and all that, which is the reason he became a businessman, was to fund his UFO addiction. And um, he's actually on Joe Rogan's The Reason I Know This. 
yeah. <laughs> and uh, since then, they've sold it to um, the military. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So Maybe I'll, you know, find that out once I finish the skin ranch. Or Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker Ranch, yeah. Maybe yeah. they talk about that, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they have. I just, you know, fell asleep. I did kind of like doze off when I was watching it. I was kind of like, oh, really? And then I wake up. Go yeah. 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 So I might just have to restart it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might as well at that point. Yeah. Have you ever, like, heard about what a Skinwalker is? Not entirely. So, like, Skinwalker is not the stuff that they, like, see there exactly. Like, they might see Skinwalkers there, but. Skinwalker is like a Native American legend where like a medicine man will turn himself into an animal. Like a wolf type thing mm-hmm. or something. Okay. Um, like a werewolf type thing. Yeah, yeah. Where it'll like transform into like a Wendigo or whatever. You know what a Wendigo is? Mm-mm. It's like a really creepy forest ghost. <laughs> forest ghost. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So. Um, that's what that's based on? Yeah, that's where the name came from, I guess. It's like the I think the legend at first was that it was cursed by Native Americans. Hmm. Gotcha. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, so. I'll definitely have to keep watching it. Yeah, for sure. I've heard that there's electromagnetic anomalies there. Like that it's, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Like that it's um and a lot of places like that are like that. Mm-hmm. Yellowstone's like that too. Pretty sure. Really? Yeah. There's just um, electromagnetic disturbances. Mm. So weird stuff happens places like that. Yeah. I think. I yeah. guess. I make it makes sense. I don't know what the I don't know what the exact science is behind it, but hmm. yeah, I've listened to some people who are really into that stuff. It's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. I definitely want to get more into a lot of that. I don't like... I watch more, like, movies and shows than I do read about stuff. Oh, I'll just be kind of, like, scrolling through Netflix and be like, oh, that seems pretty neat. But (laughs) I watched a documentary on... uh, It's actually, like, an hour from where I live in Maine. Yeah. It's, uh, like, I like watching, like, the crime and, like, shows and investigation shows and, like, Serial killer documentaries, stuff like mm-hmm. that. I don't know why it just, you know, intrigues me. But yeah, it's very interesting. One of the most well-known serial killers from like the 1800s, his house is still, um, like built, like standing, and mm-hmm. it's like an hour away from where I live. So really, that's one of my on my bucket list is to go b- drive by the house just to like <laughs> just to see it. I don't know <laughs> why, but he's like he had a. He, like, built a hotel, and essentially he just, like, built this hotel, and people would stay there, and it was filled with, like, booby traps and dungeons, and, like, they would fall into caves and go through, really? like, traps and stuff. Yeah. This house? No, not oh, this house. Okay. No. But he owned a hotel. I forget where it was at. Oh, okay. All right. All right. But, yeah, they'd, like, fall into a dungeon or a cave or something, and just, he had, like, he killed, like, hundreds of people. Yeah. So, yeah, that guy's Modern crazy. serial killer's got nothing on that guy. Dude, I know. Holy crap. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That is nuts. Yeah. So, I don't know exactly what town it is, it's in, but I just know it's an hour away. 
Santa Monica. From where you live uh, in Colorado? Oh, no. Here. What? Here? Yeah, here. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. All no, right, that, let's that's go. What I you and I will go. Dude, right? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. All but, right. Uh, no, I I don't know how long ago that was. I can't remember. Yeah, like, does, bro, some, does someone, someone probably owns the property now, right? Maybe. Probably. I mean, it's an old-ass house, but I don't know if it's like yeah, on 1800s. someone's land or if it's just okay, there. We'll talk about it after. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk yeah, about it exactly. after. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's sick. Yeah. Dude, you know what's cool, too, that's huh. here? Is, um, some people have said it's lame, but I still want to go see it. Um, <laughs> is uh, New Hampshire's uh, Stonehenge. You know what Stonehenge is? Mm-hmm. The one in uh, the UK or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, um, which actually, fun fact, back to our Giants thing, <laughs> used to be called Dancing Giants because of the amount of giant skeletons they found around it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. They, they, like, that was the original name of it? That was the original name. I don't know. I can't remember why they changed it, but um, or why it was more well-known for Stonehenge. But anyway, there's one in New Hampshire. Dang. Like, yeah. we're at? Up north somewhere. Okay. I think. I can't remember. With we'll giants? have to check it out. Hold on. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but, there's, but the Native Americans that lived... The, all the Native Americans across America had le- legends of giants and stories of giants. Hmm. And there's um, hieroglyphs across America of giants and, like, footprints with six toes. Yeah, there's there's no way people can't believe them. Yeah, like they're it's there's obviously just evidence all over the yeah, place. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Smithsonian like, tries so hard to cover it up. It's yeah. crazy. They uh, they've taken a lot of these and either destroyed them or put them somewhere where no one's found them. Why? Uh, What's the reason? I think because it totally destroys the um, or it puts a huge monkey wrench in the theory of evolution. And it also puts a, um, it also alludes to the fact that the Bible might be somewhat true. (laughs) Right? Which, I I mean, I think it is. I think it is. But the Bible talks about giants. Yeah. And um, the fact that we find them across the world is kind of a, uh, well, they actually did exist. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And the world's got so many legends of giants. You yeah. know, so much folklore. I mean, Jack and the Beanstalk. Mm-hmm. It came from somewhere. Yeah. I guess that was actually a real local legend, too, from the town that uh, it originated from. The reason the it was a beanstalk was because um, uh, the castle that the giant lived in, I guess, uh, the top of it raised above the clouds because it was so tall. Wow. Yeah. You know a lot of stuff about yeah, I'm very interested History in it. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool though. Yeah. Yeah, it was really neat. But um yeah, the stone I will, I really want to go see the Stonehenge. I want to see how lame it is. Yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. People say it's really small and everything. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, might as well. Might as well go see it. Yeah. You you won't have any regrets if you go. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I have a good hike, it. whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's find out where it is. I want to. Uh, I want to say it's up north, but I c- it could be really wrong. Um, 
I mean, New Hampshire's so big, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there is a lot of places in New Hampshire, though, that I've never been where I was like, oh, it's in Salem. But that's not North. It's in Salem? Yeah, it's in Salem. Yo. That's not North, right? That's like, uh, that's south of here, isn't it? Let's find out. Last time I was there was on Halloween. Are you serious? Yeah, dude, we went. I have some pictures from it. But yeah, we went there for Halloween and dressed up or whatever. Wait, you went to Salem, Mass or Salem, New Hampshire? Oh. You probably went to Salem, Mass. Yeah. Yeah, Salem, New Hampshire is an hour away south. Oh. Okay. So I was very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Start driving um, north. Just, phew, yeah, no, up. we would be going the wrong direction. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you were probably in Salem, Mass, which is a really creepy town. Where was it? Okay, so Salem that was like the Salem Okay, yep, that yeah. was it. Okay. You would go to the spot where all the, like, witch statues are and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's just weird. Yeah. You get the chills. Yeah. Kind of. And it's like everything in that town's dark. Yeah, even when it's not Halloween. Yeah. And even when it's the daytime. Exactly. You're driving through and you're like, yo, what the heck? I used to go down there for the dealership I worked for um, to deliver trucks to Salem Brake and Clutch. For, like, they would put, like, uh, dump beds and stuff on trucks, I think. And uh, right across the street from that was a um, satanic temple. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's an actual thing there? I mean, that doesn't surprise me. No, it's an actual thing, yeah. It's an actual thing all over the place. It's crazy. I meant, like, there. What do you mean? Like, in Salem. Oh, yeah, yeah. The temple, it literally, there's a sign hanging off the building that says Satanic Temple. And Salem Satanic Mass, Yoga. Right? Yeah, Salem okay. Mass. Dang. Yeah. That's it's wild. Yeah. It's a really creepy town. Yeah. And the people you see walking around there, you're like, what? What are you? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah, I wouldn't live there. No. It's but too creepy. Kind of like Rochester. <laughs> <laughs> Rochester's just kind of a dumb. Kind of is. Yeah. Even where I live. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but, but, um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's not all that bad compared to everywhere else. It could always be worse. It could always be worse. Yeah. Yeah. My street, though, you see, like, cop cars and ambulances going by all the time. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. It's kind of a main street, so. I mean, the, you know, a few times I've been around here. That's happened. I've, I literally hear sirens every single night around here. <laughs> around like, here? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah it's not the most peaceful place. People across the street kind of nuts. Yeah, really? Yeah. I was like yelling at their kids and all that kind of stuff. You know, <laughs> sometimes I want to go to the end of my driveway and be like, are you guys okay? Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's not my business, I guess. Until yeah. someone dies, then I'll call the police. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just wait till it gets to that point. It's <laughs> so bad. Because I feel like I shouldn't wait until it gets to that point now. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> now that yeah. I thought oh, about they're it. yelling again. Uh, it should be all right. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> crap. Got to call them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. All right. You want to wrap this up? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. That was wonderful. Thanks yeah. for coming on, Andrew. Yeah, appreciate, I appreciate it. it.